Hello, honey, and welcome to the Healthy Emmy Podcast. I am your go-to nutritionist for plant-based weight loss and the creator of the eight-week Slim on Starch program. If you want to learn how to lose weight and keep it off on a plant-based diet, you've come to the right place. And the best part, it does not involve counting calories or restricting portions. This is the podcast version of my YouTube videos, so if you'd like to see the woman behind this voice, Proceed at your own caution and go to the show notes where you'll be directed to the Healthy Emmy YouTube channel. Otherwise, enjoy your commute, walk, workout, or whatever the heck it is that you're doing with just my voice on this podcast. What intermittent fasting is, the most common way that I've seen it implemented is a narrowing of the feeding window. So the most common approach that I've seen is when you fast for 18 hours and then eat for six hours. Most commonly, people choose to skip breakfast and delay their breakfast until later in the day, eat for six hours, not six hours straight, but open their eating window and allow themselves to have their meals for the six hours and then close their eating window. Another approach is called the 5-2 approach where you eat for five days and fast for two days. To be honest, I have not met one person that does this, but we know that this is an approach that exists. I don't see anybody doing it. I see the majority of people doing the 18-6 approach where you fast for 18 hours and then open your window for six hours. So that is what intermittent fasting is. It really is just a narrowing of the feeding window. And usually people end up skipping breakfast, so to speak, delaying their first meal of the day, which technically is their breakfast because they are breaking their fast. But from a traditional standpoint, they don't eat them in the morning and then open their fast, I would say open their eating window rather, around 11, I would say between 11 and like 2 p.m. is the most common time for somebody to open their fast and then end up, or open their window. Why do I keep saying that? Open their eating window. And then they end up closing around 5, 6, 7 p.m. All right. Do I do it? Do I intermittent fast? I made a video about this a long while ago, but people want some updates. I was intermittent fasting before it was cool. So I naturally was an intermittent faster. I would always go on my morning run. I cannot eat anything before I run. Like, mm, honey, you don't want me to eat before my run. Trust me on that one. In fact, before my, when I ran a marathon, I didn't eat anything before because I was like, I'm not risking that. That's not happening. So yeah, I don't eat anything before I run and I always run in the morning. So I got in the habit of getting up, running, and then I would shower, like start doing things. And it wouldn't be until later that I would eat. And running sort of staves my hunger until later. Whereas if I woke up and didn't run, I wonder if I would get hungry earlier. But I naturally, started intermittent fasting when I was in college just because it felt natural to me. So I didn't do it because I had done research on it or it was trending because it wasn't. It didn't, nobody was talking about it. It wasn't a thing when I was in college, but I naturally just started to do it. And so I've naturally been intermittent fasting for years and years now. And it is just the way that my body now works because it has been so many years of this digestion schedule that my body has been on. So yes, I do intermittent fast, but not purposefully, not with the intention of I have to do this because I'm looking for certain benefits. It naturally was what worked into my lifestyle, my schedule, and what worked for me in terms of digestion and health and just feeling good. So yeah, I don't, I don't eat until later in 
the day. I don't eat right first thing in the morning. And I haven't since I was like a kid in high school, like a teenager. Um, and you would just like eat before you went to school. That's like the last time I can recall doing that. All right, should you intermittent fast? Don't do something, never should on yourself, first of all. Don't do something just because you've done research and you see that it's working for other people. I'm a huge advocate of you embracing what works for you. So I want you to look at what other people are doing and don't just be a copycat, but use it as a trial. Say, this is what this person is doing, so I'm gonna run an experiment on myself and I'm gonna try this out and I'm going to objectively look at the results, which means it's not with emotion, it's not with you should have done this, you should have done that, I'm a horrible person for choosing to do this and getting these results. No, 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 no. We're just running an experiment. We're just going to try something out and then see how it works for us. And then we decide, okay, what should I do in the future? So should you intermittent fast? I think you should try it if you want to. If the things that I'm going to say in this video cause you to want to try this out, then go ahead and try it out. Take the caveat of the potential negative outcomes that I'm going to talk about. But of course, try it out. And if it doesn't work, just go back to what you were doing before. What I don't want you to do is just do something because somebody else is doing it and it's working for them because it might not work for you as I'm going to talk about in this video. What I don't want you to do is look at all the evidence and be like, but I'm supposed to do this like human growth hormone and all this stuff that promotes why intermittent fasting is a good thing because it can be a good thing for many people, but it might not be a good thing for you. So what I want you to do is try out intermittent fasting if you want to. However, if what you're doing is working for you and you are like happy as a clam, I don't know why you would change something. If something's broken, don't fix it and don't break it either. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't break it. Remember that song? That's a good one. <sighs> However, if you are identifying with the positive outcomes that I'm going to talk about and you say, oh, I want those. <laughs> Remember Napoleon Dynamite, the sailboat? I want that. I bet you folks don't have one of these. I want that. <laughs> if you're like, I want that, then go ahead and try it out. Just run an experiment. On a positive note, let's talk about the potential positive effects of intermittent fasting. So the first thing that I have seen is that for people that are trying to lose weight, this is something that does help. And it's a very simple reason why. It's because you're narrowing your feeding window. When you narrow your feeding window, you don't have enough time to eat as many calories. And so for that reason, you're simply eating less calories. Now there are studies out there that show things about human growth hormone and other reasons why this would promote fat burning. I have not looked into these studies and I never feel comfortable talking about things that I don't feel I've done adequate research on. So I'm not going to get into that right now, but if you do want me to research these things, I do love analyzing the research and just delivering what it says, but I don't feel comfortable and I don't feel as though I've done enough research on that right now to be able to talk about um, hormonally why weight loss does occur but from the most simple standpoint and what I've heard Dr. Alan Goldhammer even say is that when you narrow the feeding window you naturally just take in less calories and you lose weight because of it so for people that are trying to lose weight this is something that can be beneficial 
Another positive result is that I've noticed a lot of people stop eating out of habit. So a lot of times we get up in the morning and just because it's part of our routine, we eat breakfast, even though we're not truly hungry. Our stomach isn't asking us for food. We don't feel groggy. We don't feel like we need a boost in the blood sugar, but because it's time to eat, people will end up just eating. And so with intermittent fasting, people will actually be able to say, oh my goodness, at 11 o'clock, that's when I started to actually feel hungry. And so that's when I broke my fast and when I opened my eating window, which is what you should do. You should open your eating window when you feel that hunger and then end up closing it however many hours later works for you. What I don't want you to do is it's 11 o'clock and you're like, no, I opened my eating window at 1 p.m. And then you end up going to 1 p.m. And, and binge eating, which I'm going to talk about in the negative results. But I do find that people are able to say, oh, wow, now I can actually feel when I'm hungry, which is great. Another positive result is mental clarity. So a lot of people will report, and this is something that I feel as well, is that in the morning before you've broken your fast, you do have a lot of mental clarity. And the reason for this is that digestion takes a lot of energy. And when we're digesting food, all of our blood, not all of our blood, but a lot of our blood and our energy goes to our digestive system to take care of all of that. And if our blood and our energy doesn't have to focus on our digestive system, it can be sent to our brain and we can have increased brain power because our body isn't working so hard on another process, which is digestion. This is why sometimes also after you have a meal, you just kind of feel like, oh, I could go to sleep because all of your, all of your blood and all of your calories and energy are going toward digesting that meal as opposed to giving you the mental clarity. And then the last positive result that I've seen is that it improves digestion. And the metaphor that I like to use for this is a running metaphor. So let's picture somebody who's running like an ultra marathon. They're going to be running pretty slow and they're going to be pretty tired and they're going to be moving pretty slowly, like at turtle pace, just to finish the ultra marathon. Then let's take a sprinter, a hundred meter sprinter. They're going to take breaks. So they're going to run wicked, wicked fast. And then they'll stop Then they'll go back. Then they'll go wicked, wicked fast in another 100 meters. It's the same thing with our digestion. So if we're just constantly eating and constantly running our digestive system, it's not going to be as quick and efficient like the sprinter. The sprinter is nice and quick and fast on, off, start, finish, stop, go. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Whereas the ultra marathoner is just go, go, go. I'm getting tired. So your digestion ends up becoming more efficient and more predictable. All right, now let's talk about some potential negative results. Binge eating. So a lot of people will delay their eating window until they are extremely, extremely hungry and they will become so hungry that they're going to, in about 10 minutes, feel so much hunger. They're just going to stuff themselves. And before they're able to have the signal be sent to their brain that they're full, they've already eaten a ridiculous amount of food, way more food than they would have eaten had they not been intermittent fasting. So that is something that can happen from intermittent fasting is overeating and binge eating where you delay your eating window too far and you allow yourself to get too hungry. And then you end up overcompensating for your hunger and way overeating. 
Another negative result that I've seen is becoming too rigid with your window and having it disrupt the other parts of your health and wellness. So remember that health and wellness is all encompassing and it's not just about what you eat and what you weigh and how much you exercise. It's about our social relationships, our work relationships, our work itself, what we do for a job, our career, our kids, everything goes into our wellness, every part of our life. And sometimes people can become too rigid about their eating window and they can end up sacrificing other parts of their lives, i.e. like let's say your family goes out to breakfast every Sunday, that could be something that could be potentially harmed if you adopt intermittent fasting and it becomes too, too rigid for you. And one could say, oh, you just open your window in the morning and close it earlier, which is what I would say to do, or just not intermittent fast one day a week. And somebody might just be too, um, you know, just too rigid and become too obsessed with the intermittent fasting um, and end up hurting other parts of their lives because of it. Another thing that I've seen in becoming too rigid is that people will stop listening to their hunger signals. So, so hunger signals will become very, very clear, like I am hungry, but there will be denial of eating, which is what we should not do. So if you truly feel hungry, it's time to open your window. And if you're hungry after your window, then you should probably be eating. It really is important to listen to your body. And if you feel wicked hungry outside of your window, intermittent fasting just probably isn't the best thing for you. And that's okay. We just want to find what works for us. Okay, so should you do it? You should try it if you want to. If what you're doing right now isn't working, you're looking for some of the positive results that I talked about, then go ahead and try it out. Take your results objectively and then decide what you're gonna do moving forward. And if it works for you, amazing. If it doesn't work for you, amazing. Because either way you win because you've become one step closer to knowing yourself, your body, and what works for you so well. So no matter what, there's really a positive outcome because if it doesn't work for you, then you know that doesn't work for me, but this does instead. And if it does work for you, awesome. You found a new habit that works for you. All right, now I'm going to get into some questions that you guys asked me on Instagram about intermittent fasting. Does it help you lose weight? Yes. So truly, it's just a matter, like I talked about earlier, of the fact that people eat less calories. And yes, there are people that will say things about hormones. I, I haven't looked into this, so I cannot confirm or deny if the hormone stuff is true, but... The most simple reason why people lose weight on it, honestly, is because you just end up eating less calories. What is the best time of fasting for a night shift worker? Great question. So if you work at night, if you're kind of nocturnal, then it's totally fine for you to be in a position where you're eating during the nighttime just because that's the, that is what your shift is. And that is when you're awake, that's when you need the energy. So if you end up sleeping during the day, just do what works for you. Don't say like, oh, most people do 11 a.m to like 6 p.m. and so I should do that. Do what works for you. If your shift ends up being like 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. because that is when you are awake and that's when your day happens, then go for it. How soon after a morning workout do you eat? For me, running stunts my hunger. I'm the same way that after I run, I'm like, I am good in that arena. There's just like this bubble around running where food cannot enter and I'm the same way. It's, it's a while after until until I feel hungry. 
longer. It's not the same every day. Um, it's when I truly feel, okay, it's time to eat. And it does vary from day to day just because our bodies vary from day to day. I don't open my window at like 11 a.m. every day. And I never have because I never took on the feeling or the idea that I had to do intermittent fasting. I remember like discovering it and being like, what? It was like if I drank water every day and then I read like, make sure you drink water every day. And it was like this new trend. And I'm like, I, I do that already. So I don't open my window at a certain time, nor do I close my window at a certain time. Um, I just go based on when I start to feel hungry, which just so happens to naturally be intermittent fasting. How many hours do you try to eat before you fall asleep? I think I know what this person meant. Like how many hours do I leave between eating and sleeping? <laughs> two seconds I'm the type of person where I have to eat something right before I go to bed like I have to go to bed with a with food in my stomach and I have not become 800 pounds from it and I've been doing it forever so you're not gonna become 800 pounds from doing it um yeah I honestly I eat right before I go to bed so less than an hour <laughs> Thanks for listening, honey. Come say hi at Healthy Emmy on Instagram and join our private Facebook group, The Healthy Honeys, where you can get started losing weight on a plant-based lifestyle. I'll see you in there and everything is linked in the show notes. Mwah!